Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And boy, are we back. Thank you guys for your patience while we took the last week off. But we are back better than ever, ready for another wonderful episode. We have a fun one here for you. Brett, what's going on in your world? How have you been over the last two weeks? I've been very good. Um... I feel like everything is just, like, in high gear right now. I feel like we haven't stopped. Um, we planned to meet up last weekend, but then Hurricane Ian had some other plans, and that threw a damper in that. Um, but, yeah, I've been doing great, happy, healthy. Um, I think the only thing that's bad right now is that I think this computer that I record on is on its last leg. Uh-oh. Um, it keeps, like, black screening on me and, like, freezing. So. Uh-oh. Uh- so it might be time for another big boy purchase coming out here. Oh, um, man. With the new computer. Yeah, definitely kind of getting to that time. You've had this one for a while now. Yeah, since end of high school. So. Yeah, and it's been through Photoshop editing, video editing, <laughs> and now a podcast for two years. So yeah, the thing did its time, you know? For sure. <laughs> you can put that thing to bed and, and send it off with a an honored – you know, absolutely burial uh, there <laughs> that's awesome how are you i'm doing well as well i have uh, been spending some time with friends lately trying to see some of them are you know have moved recently so we're tr- you know going to see their place and just spend some time um at weddings as usual we have another yeah. one coming up in the next week or so and other than that it's getting a lot colder up in the northeast here and i'll be honest with you I don't like it. I don't like it either. I, I don't wore like it. Literally, like a winter coat to work the other day, and I was like, "This isn't right." Yeah, I don't like uh, it. it. Yep, going to work in the morning, I'm starting to get cranky. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little oh, cranky in the morning. I I have like a three and a half minute walk to work, and let me tell you, it's bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm annoyed by it. Yeah, and where the wind right now, is whipping. Mm-hmm. At like six in the morning. Oh. Like, yep. So anybody who's listening to this who, you know, probably went to school in the nineties or eighties, there's probably like, you know, when I went to school, I walked <laughs> six miles in the rain. There weren't buses. <laughs> yeah. right. Like, all right. It still sucks regardless <laughs> of the distance. <laughs> That's I hilarious. got to school with calluses on my feet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. It still sucks. It's still cold. Yeah. So that has kind of stunk. But you know what? Something else about me that you'd be very proud of. I'm addicted to coffee. And I'm addicted to coffee now. Coffee? Like, like coffee. Not no, just not, like... no, 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 no. Let me clarify. Okay. Not Thank you. coffee. Like, I'm not sitting there drinking black coffee like a psychopath. <laughs> but I will stop now once maybe two times a week and get an iced coffee in the morning before i go to work mocha right yeah that's a preferred yep okay i respect it yeah you know like i have resisted for many many years and there was no real reason it's just i don't need (laughs) caffeine for energy in the morning i don't need it to you know function 
it was more of a taste thing. I just didn't like the taste mm-hmm. of it. But lately, I woke up one day and something just changed in my brain chemistry. It's and I the was flavoring. Like, Actually, it's good. <laughs> it's the fla- It's uh, the like the extra flavoring. Yeah, I think right? it's it's definitely the chocolate that that saves For sure, it. like I chug like pumpkin spice and like caramel drinks because it's caramel. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. Yeah, it's like a dessert. Please. It is. It's like a liquid dessert, and I'm the same way. Like coffee does absolutely nothing for me now. Um, but Autumn and I are both like regulars at our Seven Eleven now, mm-hmm. like down the street from us, because we get there like every morning. Because it's like, it's not great coffee, but it's like a dollar twenty five coffee. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a warm drink. Great for the like wild coffee. Walk. Right. It's a three and a half minute walk to Seven Eleven, and then it's literally across the street from my office. So like. I get it, and I have a coffee for the morning, and I'm like, this is awesome. And I get to the point where I walk in, and I say hello to, like, the the, the owner. Worker. Yeah. Yeah, like, we, we're we boys. Like, we know. <laughs> yeah. He knows to have that French vanilla roast brewed for me. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah I'm not, like, a an expert by any means yet. I'm still, you know, towing the, this new water. But it's it's new for me, so that's kind of a fun date. And everyone everyone listening is like, congrats, Ryan. You just discovered something that's been around for like six thousand years, probably. Yeah, but that's like uh, the that's the right rate that Ryan discovers things at. It's like about (laughs) one thing a year. Um, So I, as a brother and an avid coffee drinker, I'm proud of you and welcome to the club. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I look forward to our first joint trip to uh dunkin donuts together (laughs) yeah i'm so excited but let's jump into uh this podcast this week we're gonna talk a little bit about um obviously hurricane ian hit florida so anybody who's down there we're wishing you well hoping everything's okay hopefully everything is safe and sound um we're really just going to dive into the effects that that had on disney and how disney reacted to hurricane ian and um, it's clearly not their first rodeo because the things we're about to mention are pretty well established. Yep. Um, and then we're going to end it with a little bit of a game. So that's today's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ryan, why don't we uh, break the ice now? Yep, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, we wanted to share a little bit about Disney's response to this hurricane. And you guys may have seen some things on social media here and there. And so we just wanted to kind of recap it for those maybe who, who haven't seen all of it. But Disney is no stranger to hurricanes, right? When you put your your theme park at a place that gets destroyed by hurricanes every year, it seems, right? Or at least frequently, you, you, you're bound to have procedures in place to kind of protect yourself or mitigate kind of the damage. And so Disney definitely is no stranger to that. And so we were looking at some things online that they were doing, and guests were definitely told to shelter in place at their hotel. So if you happen to have booked your trip a year in advance or so, and you happen to be there during the weekend of a hurricane, one, I'm really, really sorry, because that is yeah. <laughs> that is honestly the worst case scenario to to be after looking forward to a trip for so long. So I am sorry that you, you probably didn't have the, the trip that you were picturing. Right. But Disney does the best that they can given the situation, right? So if you walk outside, you'll probably die by a, a debris flying by. <laughs> so, so they want to try to keep people inside. And when they're inside, they try to keep people entertained the Disney way. Um, so Brett, share some of the stuff that they were doing there with them. 
Yeah, so at most resorts, uh, a lot of character meet and greets happen. At, they just, like, get a bunch of employees up in here, and a lot of meet and greets happen. A lot of dance parties take place in the lobby, um, and places like – actually, all places do this most of the time, but places strictly that are, like, one building, so, like, Wilderness Lodge where you don't have to walk exteriorly. Like, anything like an all-star sports – might be a little harder for them to kind of accommodate this, but they still do it. Uh, there's actually where I saw a lot of the pictures happening at where the All Stars. Um, yeah, I so. actually saw a woman comment online on a post saying, "I was just at All Star Sport with my family, and it didn't even feel like anything was wrong." And my first response is, "What are you talking about, woman? How- <laughs> Look outside. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, the park is but, closed. Yeah, what?" Did a car just blow by your window? Because probably. <laughs> but, you know, obviously I know what she's saying is the, is the fact that Disney, you know, did their best and came up with things to distract them and, and keep them busy throughout the time. So that's really cool. That's a great review that that woman left for sure on one of the, the posts of Disney had. Yeah. I saw – um this is just a little, like, behind the, the scenes, I guess. But I saw someone question how – Disney's making their employees drive in this to like I was gonna think or, or say that you know kudos to the employees for really buckling up and getting in there and still doing their job yeah throughout Disney puts them that, up not easy they put them up in rooms at whatever resort they're working at so like if you were goofy at like Animal Kingdom yeah like they put, they gave that employee like a room for the night or, or however long they were working there until it was safe to, to leave. Oh, that's um, not too bad then. I was kind of picturing that they, you know, obviously they live locally because they work there. So I was almost picturing that they would just have to drive in it. So I'm glad that they didn't. Yeah. And that Disney accommodated with rooms. That's excellent. Yeah. I mean, that's just what like another cast member commented on this post that I saw. So like, I don't know. Every resort works like that. I don't know if every hurricane works like that. Yeah. But at least know for this one and this situation that Disney just put them up um, in the room in the the hotels that they're working at. So at least they know that they're safe. But yeah, aside from like dance parties, meet and greets, um, Disney was very quick to make sure like food uh, was accessible to everybody. They did a lot of like uh, like almost like box lunches, I guess you could call them, mm-hmm. um, which was like a fruit, a snack, and, like, a wrap for, like, seven bucks or something, like, very affordable, um, and it wasn't, I don't think it was anything, like, to write home about, but I think it was enough to get you through, like, a huge storm. Yeah, yeah, you're bunkered for 24 hours, and you have, you know, thousands of families there, you know, that's really the best that you could do in, in a short time, given the circumstances. Yeah, and I, I could be wrong here, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they also distributed, like, flashlights, um, yep, they distributed the, the flashlights and tarps to guests in their rooms so that if power were to go out or if there were to be a leak or damage of any sort, they were they would be able to quickly stop it or repair it and or block it. Yeah. And then they would have a flashlight as well. Yeah, which is like great planning ahead because honestly, that is currently what I'm dealing with here at work. Uh, You're out of being, power? No, we have leaks all over campus mm. right now. Just like roofs that have failed with all this weather, um, and last night in our one building we had really a pipe burst and it went down five stories worth of apartments. Oh. So we had an emergency house five apartment worth of people. So wow, yeah, it was crazy. But that's not Disney. But I'm saying like Disney's proactivity there 
yeah. is what yep. makes it like so much like that woman to say like I feel like nothing was wrong like mm-hmm. they're planning so far ahead which is like what you have to do here. Yep, they also showed movies in the lobbies and ballrooms of some of the resorts, which is nice. And even in the rain, they kept the pools open for as long as they could, they said, trying to encourage at least people who wanted to be out there and not crowd within the the main lobby. Uh, But then once things got – the winds got too, too bad, they they did close them. But I thought that was interesting that they kept – Every pool is a wave pool. (laughs) <laughs> every pool so aggressively open <laughs> well but that is actually like wild that they would leave the pool open that's like the first thing you close during a storm isn't it yeah i guess if there's lightning but if it's just rain and wind and you don't see signs of lightning you know interesting keep it out i don't know yeah i think though the main thing to report is that there was no major damage anywhere in any of the parks that at least was Noted. There might have been a few banners down and maybe um, smaller things here and there, but nothing to any attraction or to any hotel um, nope. that was big damage. Because I remember last hurricane we had, we had some. There was some damage down there. Yeah, yeah, I recall that as well. And now at this time, it just seems like a lot of flooding and a lot of ripping up of some plants and stuff, but nothing that can't be quickly manicured and, and fixed up nothing sure. critical which is great yeah you know who you know what did take a lot of damage universal <laughs> did damage they? yeah they did i didn't see um, that that's so funny yeah i mean not that, not to say that it's because of the competitor but like you're the competitor so boom gotcha so one nothing feels, feels a little good to hear that <laughs> yeah um <laughs> they lost siding to a whole attraction. I can't remember which one. Jurassic Park, maybe? Jurassic or Transformers. Okay. I think they lost it, a whole siding. Uh, and let me tell you, when you lose siding, that means the ride's exposed. Um, <laughs> and that causes damage inside. So that ride's going right. to be down. Uh, the whole Hulk coaster, it goes like down into like the ground a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it like flooded up to that point where like the track is above the ground again, so mm. a lot of damage. Yeah, a lot, a lot of damage. Things you and, hate to hear. And you know as a what? Universal else? fan, correct. As a Disney fan, just makes you, you make, <laughs> just makes you a little bit a uh, little bit cocky. Yeah, I'm sure that this will put Tron though back to 2026 release open because it'll be like too muddy or something for them to yeah. continue work. I didn't even think about that. That's so funny. <laughs> yep, that just so, delayed progress. So hopefully our grandkids yeah. will get to try it. Because <laughs> at this rate, we won't. Yeah, that's awesome. That well, yeah, so well, funny. you know, also Universal build better. You know. Yeah, hey, don't use don't don't cut corners. You know, don't yeah. use cheap material. Um, <laughs> we, we're just kidding. We have absolutely no clue how anything is built. It's and probably or so like top of the anything. line, like jokes, standard. Jokes. Yeah, um, but speaking of water, you and your fiance Julie saw Avatar in theaters again in 3D, oh, right? Yes. Thank you for and bringing you this up because I was... wanted to talk about this. Yeah. And I, I won't harp on it too much because sometimes I feel like this turns into an Avatar podcast, but it is something that needs to be talked about because, yes, 
we went and just saw Avatar again in theaters, as we said we would. I think a couple yep. episodes ago we said we would do it. And let me be honest with you guys. We saw it in 4K IMAX <laughs> at an AMC in Your 3D. ticket was $46. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I actually had to give like the right to my first child to get it. <laughs> Kidding. But it was so cool. I don't know when the last time that you've seen a 3D movie is because they kind of haven't been popular over the last yeah, five, years. six, seven, eight years. My Spy Kids 3D game. I was going to say, my last like vivid memory of a 3D movie was Spy Kids 3D or Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, the exact same. So, <laughs> and, and those movies were, were fine and the classics to us, right? Very nostalgic, but – For sure. The 3D effect in those movies was very, like, gimmicky because it was, like, something would explode and then, like, all of the parts would fly at the screen or, like, things right. – like, water would splash at the screen and, like, it was almost directed it's already at coming the towards camera. You, yeah. Yes, like, in a purposeful way. And that is not the case of what happened in Avatar. And I did not get to see it the very first time it came out, like, 13 years ago in theaters when it first came out in 3D. So I don't know how like how it was then, and obviously the movie doesn't change, but you know what I mean. It's yeah, yeah. This movie was very different than those gimmicky spy kids types of three D movies that you'd expect. The way that the three D worked in this movie, it was like it it worked like depth. It it made you feel like you were seeing real life because the first fifteen minutes really tough to adjust my eyes were like what the heck am i looking at i don't know right. if i like this 3d thing it, it doesn't feel natural but then at about that 15 minute mark right when they get to pandora and they start going through the jungle something clicked and it just i bought into the whole immersion of it right and then the visual of it just looked so much better but yeah it's like the depth because when they're there you can see like into the forest or you can see into the distance and it's not a flat image it, it because of the 3d effect there's like stuff in the foreground like bushes that you see and some of the people and then some bugs like there are, you see like individual bugs flying and it, it almost feels like it's near you and then you can see into the distance like the sunlight coming through the trees and the, and the valleys wow. and i don't know it, it it's something that obviously you need to experience to to understand but right Highly, highly suggest those who haven't seen it yet try to go out and see it before it does, before it leaves, because it was truly really, really cool. And, and <laughs> to see 3D in 4K was just like crystal clear. It was awesome. Right. But what stole the show was the last 30 seconds in the credits, they showed a sneak peek of Avatar 2, the sequel coming out, The Way of Water. And this was so just amazing to see because the technology has changed that they that james cameron used to record this these movies with and so everything is smoother and the 3d effect is so much more um natural i don't know how else to say it and the if what we just watched out the remake or the remaster was rerun 4K, yeah then the movie, the sequel that they showed, the sneak peek, was like 8K 
because it looked <laughs> so realistic. The water, the people, the rocks, everything. And then the 3D effect, again, is just something you need to see to believe. It, it doesn't – it just looks so real. So I'm going to stop yeah. ranting about it because you guys just have to trust me. But in December <laughs> when this comes out – Please go and see that because it is not like the 3D you have ever seen. It's going to make headlines, and it's going to be something that changes 3D going forward. It is so cool. Wow. So I am looking forward to it. Is it still in theaters right now? Uh, yes, I it... believe so. The remake. Okay. Yep. So okay. try to jump on that if you can. Yeah, I'm going to try. If not, see you in December for the sequel for sure. Yes. Sounds like a plan. Thank you for uh... – Given I know you were super excited about that. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. So, And I'm, they didn't even pay me to say all that, so that's how you know I'm being <laughs> truthful. That is true. This is a sponsor-free podcast that we have. <laughs> yeah. um, but let's jump into a little top three um, sure. game here, just to finish out the podcast, a little bit of a game. Would love to. Um, we decided on two topics here. Um, as always, we don't know each other's answers. We just both know the topic here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about the hurricane, so let's start with our hurricane question. Um, what are the top three resorts you'd want to be stuck at for a hurricane? Hmm. I like this one, and it was a tough answer because all of them have their own style and theme, so it's like a matter of where you'd want. But then I thought – I tried to think about which ones have a lot of outdoor space versus fully indoor and where could you get the most out of your out of the space basically so in no particular order i've chosen three okay my first one that i'll talk about is contemporary i think that would be a very very cool one to see and to experience during the hurricane i think because of the way that the rooms are facing outward and you you have so much view of you know your surroundings i think it would yeah. actually be interesting to see and kind of sit in your room but also kind of looking out the window and sure. seeing either the storm coming in the distance or as it's passing i think that would be really neat to see yeah so I agree. that would be kind of cool and then it's also pretty large and and a solid structure you know like i i don't get the impression that that would take a lot of damage or fall or move or anything so yeah you know obviously it's not gonna fall but you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah it's a pretty sturdy structure so that's a good one um the second one is grand destino tower i thought being up high in a new tower a freshly built tower would be uh pretty safe and a pretty cool area to be and because it's newer and you know a bit high end it's probably a pretty relaxing and comfortable experience if you have to sure. bunker down for a day or two. Love it. And then third would be Old Key West, I actually said. And I said this because I feel like when we were in those rooms, it feels like just being in a house. And, and it just feels like a, a feeling of comfort in a way. So I feel yeah. like being in those single-story uh, well, not single story, but single family style yeah, yeah. places. That would be a nice place to be with a full kitchen, your family, and just safe. I don't know. Those are my three. Yeah. 
I also said Old Key West recently staying there and just, like, agreeing, like, the room was spacious. I didn't feel like it was too small. Like, I could be there for three days, however yeah. long it had to be. Like, a little bit of a golf course view. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> um, and then I also went with a tower, but I would choose the contemporary towers. Um, I, what's it called? I forget right now. Uh, Bay Lake? Bay Lake, thank you. And I would want to agree with you. I want to oversee the lagoon because I would like to see yeah, how the water cool. rises and like what happens, which sounds like terrible, but I think that's like the most fascinating part about some hurricanes is like the water that like rises causes the most damage, not even the water that comes in. Yeah. Um, and then I think I would do wilderness. You know, that just Ooh, feels nice. like super homey and just like. You could just chill in that lobby and forget, like, that there is a horrible storm outside. It's That's a great choice. That's so true because that lobby is huge, so that can hold a lot of people for a lot of activities. Yeah. And it's just very warmy. You got the fireplaces going. You got so nice. comfortable like, couches. You just got, like, the, the atmosphere that just speaks and screams comfort. So that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think it w- you would want. Uh, so that's what I would choose. I would choose that one. Yep, hot chocolate with fifty five hundred other people would be kind of cool to experience. I agree. Well, you know, <laughs> and there's an arcade in there, so win win. Oh, sweet. So, um, and then our second top three here is gonna be. This is nothing to do with a hurricane, but very interesting. <laughs> Pivoting. Very in hurricane. Super dog. super big pivot. Uh, nothing to do with a hurricane, but a very. I'm excited to see our answers here. Um, and this is our top three rides that would be better if they were in the dark. I love it. And I like this it. because some rides are already like partially in the dark and some are like fully in the dark. So I'm curious to see where our minds go here. Yes. Because some of the best rides are already dark rides. Yep. So. And I'll start. Uh, my first one, again, this is in no particular order, just choosing three that I think would be solid for this category. I think Mind Train would be a, a really cool one. And I say this, and I, I know that people are like, well, you know, you can ride it at night, so that's technically in the dark. But that's not what I'm trying to, like, portray. Like, I'm picturing in, like, a Space Mountain type of dark. Yes, where you're, as like, well. Enclosed. And it's it's not doesn't have to be nighttime, but it would be really cool to do a in the dark enclosed uh, mine train with gems kind of all around you. So like almost like the cave portion of mine train, but right. just everywhere. And then sometimes you go like almost like if you were to start the ride and go underground and go deep into a cave, and then you're just right. in this like neon gemmy area. I think that would be a really really cool attraction to, to kind of go through, so too. going through like a gem cave so that is one my second one is toy story mania similar mm. reason i know that this is inside but it's very bright very colorful very fun i think it would be cool if it had some sort of night mode or a night uh theme to it at some point if it flips after a certain time or something like that right and you know that you were able to play outside games in like the backyard or some sort of night type of 
mini games that you could right. could use. So I think that would be That's pretty super neat. Cool. Yep. And then last one would be Soren. And I know there is a nighttime video either in this current video or in an old video before they did the refurbishment of it where they kind of went up and went through some fireworks. But I think hitting some really popular spots at night as a full ride would be very cool as well. So like if you were to go into your bay, you don't know if you're going to get a daytime travel or a nighttime tour of mm-hmm. what you're kind of flying over. And I think some really, there could be some really, really fascinating spots to see at night through the Soarin uh, transportation medium. So that's that is really cool. I like that one. Uh, the fireworks show is still in there, so you do go into a little bit of darkness. Okay, uh, yeah. Still in the current Soren. Um, so my three, uh, my first one, kind of going along your Toy Story Mania, um, but I would like to see the laugh floor in full darkness. Whoa. Um, like monsters. Halloween special. Halloween special, right? Like maybe just the canister like lit up and like, I even would want the screen to be, like, very dark. So all you really see is, like, a figure and, like, eyes. Um, and I think that would be a really cool, like, dark mode kind of thing, like you said. Uh, maybe a whole different, like, show. Uh, and maybe some new monsters I think would be cool in there, too. So I would want to see that one in all darkness. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if it's considered dark but i would like to see everest in all darkness um so absolutely having no idea like where your backwards part is or your forward drop like if that ride was fully in the dark like like if you come around that first bend and you go like into the mountain like starting like right away and the rest is all dark until like you escape the mountain and the entire mountain is like dark like that would be yeah and you like encounter a yeti you kind of like multiple yetis yeah. or something like that, like a whole like yeti tribe, like that would be <laughs> yeah. that wild, would be super cool. And this one is one I've never heard about, and I don't think it exists. Um, but I would want to see Splash Mountain in all darkness, mm. an all dark log flume, like sounds torturous. Like oh, a, a log flume in general is horrible, so. An all dark one, you don't know like where drops are, and you yeah, like never knowing where. Are. Yeah, like that would cause like cold sweats, and I would not go on it. But I would think <laughs> yeah. it'd be super cool to see in an enclosed like building. That's also interesting too, because I a part of a log flume is seeing the big splash of water in front of you, and kind of like anticipating the the wetness, and so yeah. being in pitch black. And not even seeing the size of the wave that's about to hit you, yeah, is, is actually but like. Could you imagine like, too. like seeing people just walk out of a building like soaked, like they walk like because you'd walk in dry and walk out soaking wet, and anybody on the outside would just see how wet they are and be like, I don't even know like what's about to happen in there. Yeah, exactly. So especially yeah with space with uh, Space Mountain or Splash Mountain with Splash Mountain. <laughs> You can yeah, you can see the drop and you can see other people doing it, which is definitely part of its allure. But it, there is something to be said too about like, wow, they went in and now they're coming out soaked, and I have no clue what happens in between. Yeah, so I think that'd be a really weird one, but oh, an awesome, a really cool one. Yeah, so. that would be super cool. But 
those were just the two that we had. We could do an entire episode on our top threes, and we have before, so be sure to go check out some of our previous episodes. Um, but this was just something that we wanted to throw in here at the end of the episode. Uh, we love playing games here, so thank you so much, again, like Ryan said, uh, for bearing with us as we took off last week. We are back. We are better than ever. Um, again, we are sending any thoughts and prayers down to people in Florida who was affected by this hurricane. Um, obviously, we covered just the Disney part, not the Mm-hmm. Other damage that we all know occurred, so definitely sending a lot of thoughts down there. Thank you so much for listening to us. Be sure to follow us on a Dose of Magic podcast on Instagram, where Ryan's going to post every single day about this week's episode. Uh, be sure to interact there, and we will catch you next week. Thanks, everyone.